Well, here we go. It's Friday. 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 <laughs> if you care. Most people don't care. Uh, I Actually, this morning, I was over getting uh, swabs uh, shoved up my nose uh, for testing. <clears throat> but um, I made it back. I was going to do it before I left, but I just didn't have quite enough time to... Uh, I didn't want to miss my appointment. But uh, And by the way, today is Friday, so don't forget to look at the news tonight. Uh, look for that uh, that Friday's uh, flaming uh, bag of crap left on your doorstep. Uh, because, uh, as you know, the administration likes to uh, drop stuff Friday night so it doesn't make it through the 24-hour news cycle to Monday. Um, so you got to watch for it. Friday and Saturday, usually uh, there's some unusual stuff that, you, that uh, they just don't want you to know about. <coughs> Hopefully stuff like that shows up on the Sunday, new, Sunday morning news shows, but you never know. You never know. So it's uh, <clears throat> PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, that's what you Google to find me, Political Views TV Podcast. And I show up right there at the top. I'm on Apple and Spotify and Anchor. My name's Peter Lawrence from Los Angeles. Uh, people are saying Biden uh, should put Elizabeth Warren in as Secretary of Treasury. I would love that, honestly. Uh, so many laws need to be put back on the books that were taken off un- under uh, Republican ad- administrations. But there's a huge problem with that idea. A huge problem. I mean, I love Elizabeth Warren, and I'd love her in that position. But Charlie Baker is governor of, uh, what is that, Massachusetts, right? And he's a Republican. You can't trust the Republican governor of Massachusetts to replace her with a Democrat. It's a bad idea. Charlie Baker would lie, cheat, and steal. He'd sell his mother to make you believe he would replace her with a Democrat or someone that's moderate. And then turn around and put a Republican in power in the Senate. You can't trust Charlie Baker. So as much as I'd like to have Elizabeth Warren in there, no, no, bad idea. Uh, So if anybody brings that up, mention Charlie Baker. Um, Giuliani acted out his scene from My Cousin Vinny. I wish I didn't have swabs stuck in my nostril. I'd probably be able to do a better better read. But we're going to try. I will now do Rudy Giuliani doing Joe Pesci and the judge. It was the two Utes that voted illegally. The, the what? The what? The two Utes voted illegally. Utes? What are Utes? Sorry, Your Honor. Utes voted illegally. That actually wasn't it. That's not what Giuliani did. That's just how I imagined he did it. Anyway, um, and and then he had a press conference where his hair cried. Uh, And at $20,000 a day, you could probably afford better hair dye, a better dye job at least. Uh, Moving on. I'll get back to that in a minute. I'll get back to the... the, that that weird uh, uh, press conference in a, in, a, in a few. Um, but first, a top Georgia election official said yesterday that a hand tally of ballots has been completed and that the results affirm Biden's lead. Uh, the tally uh, of about 5 million votes stemmed from an audit re- required by uh, a new state law. It, it, it wasn't in response to a, any suspected problems. 
uh, with the result or uh, an official recount request, which will be coming, by the way. Um, uh, the state has until today to certify the uh, certify the results submitted by the uh, counties. Uh, the counties certify them, and then the state certifies what the counties did. Uh, <clears throat> Once the state certifies the election, uh, Trump's campaign will have two business days to request a, a recount if the margin stays within 5%. And I expect it to stay within 5%. Uh, and so he'll, he'll have Monday and Tuesday. Uh, they'll, they'll probably, Monday morning, there's probably going to be lawyers in there requesting the, uh, the count, the recount. Um, <clears throat> votes that hadn't previously been counted were found in several counties during the audit, uh, which they, uh, which then required recertification in, in each of those counties. Um, in Floyd County, more than 2,500 ballots were discovered during the audit that hadn't previously been scanned. And the Secretary of State's office had called uh, for the firing of the county's chief elections clerk, uh, clerk. That was his second warning for something, so they ended up firing him, from what I understand. Uh, and I talked about this story, I think it was, uh, was it earlier this week? Or last week? Uh, that they found uh, a bunch of votes on a thumb drive or something? Uh, several other counties found memory cards with votes that hadn't been uploaded and counted prior to the audit. Um, going And going into the hand tally, Biden led Trump by a margin of about 14,000 votes. Uh, the previous uncounted ballots discovered during the hand count will reduce the margin to 12,800. Kind of scary, right? In other words, the false claim from the Trump campaign that Democratic votes showed up out of, out of nowhere in Pennsylvania is actually happening in Georgia when votes are coming out of nowhere that support Trump. So think about that. Anyway, we're going to move on from that because there is no proof of anything like that, any wrongdoing happening. I just wouldn't put it past the uh, Trump administration. That surreal 90-minute press uh, briefing uh, led by Giuliani uh, for the Trump campaign was odd. It it, it defied logic. It was just full of lies and rants uh, 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 of an apparent madman, you know, Giuliani. Uh, Giuliani uh, should have retired after, you know, he should have retired after covering up, covering up the evidence for the 9-11 attack uh, and then losing his mayorship. Uh, and, and, and I know you're, what you're saying. Yes, I'm one of those. Giuliani took important evidence. He, told, he ordered men to put it on a barge and dump it in the middle of the ocean and make sure they did not log where it was. They were normally required to log garbage jumped in, uh, dumped in the ocean but he told them that they were not to so he covered up evidence anyway um <clears throat> giuliani on multiple occasions made a- uh, allegations citing individual uh, this is funny individuals he said couldn't be revealed for their own safety and well-being then he said one of the reasons why the republicans did not certify in Wayne County, Michigan, was because the overvote was so high. Okay, I'm going to go through some of these, and, and, and we'll talk about them. He, he went on saying, what I'm describing to you is massive fraud. Okay, what Giuliani is called an overvote is often referred to as an imbalance, where the number of ballots tabulated does not equal the number of people signed in to vote at a specific polling location. In other words, you get a lot more people showing up. 
Okay. Um, <clears throat> passing election, elections in Michigan with larger imbalances have been certified without an issue. For instance, in, including 2016, when Trump won the state. According to the Michigan, Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, the cer- they certified the vote in 2016 with 80% of Detroit precincts out of balance. 80%. So this is normal. And yet today, 42% were out of balance, yet it didn't get certified. So clearly, there's no valid point. I mean, Giuliani is insane. Giuliani claimed that more than 600,000 ballots in Pennsylvania weren't inspected, which renders them... This is a quote. Weren't inspected, which renders them ballots that are null and void. I'm sorry about the word salad. That was a quote. But of course, as I said in yesterday's report, a Pennsylvania Supreme Court just decided that the Philadelphia County Board of Elections complied with the law in how it allowed observers access to canvassing processes. Then Giuliani falsely claimed that observers' access to the can... Uh, uh, um, let, me, let me do this again. Then Julie. Uh, Giuliani falsely claimed that mail-in ballots are prone to fraud. And I've talked about this for a long time. Mail-in ballots are the best kind of ballots. They, they, they happen to be the least fraudulent ballots. And I'm not saying there's any fraud at all. I mean, in-person voting. There's no fraud. It doesn't exist. I, I mean, basically. One-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth of a percent could possibly be one-tenth fraudulent. It just doesn't happen. And we've talked about this many times. Election experts has said time and time again that mail-in ballots are safe form of voting and not subject to widespread fraud. At one point, Giuliani suggested the U.S. Supreme Court Justice Alito intervened in Pennsylvania and told the state that any ballot that comes in after 8 o'clock on November 3rd, 2020 had to be put aside and not opened. We talked we talked about that a few weeks ago. Alito, who has jurisdiction, he has jurisdiction over the Pennsylvania region, issued an order November 6th that directed the, uh, uh, that all county boards of, ele- excuse me, of election are ordered to comply with the guidelines put forward by the Secretary of the Commonwealth, essentially maintaining the status quo. Remember, I, I, I just just to throw this out there, Pennsylvania is not a state. It's a commonwealth, just like Virginia, just like Massachusetts, and uh, one more. What's the other one? The cut with the uh, uh, hmm. Virginia, Massachusetts. Is it Vermont? That's a commonwealth. I forget. There's one other commonwealth plus the Commonwealth of uh, Puerto Rico. Anyway, <clears throat> there were also claims. Uh, uh, that Dominion voting system machines featured software created at the direction of former Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez to swing his own election results and that the company has ties to the Clinton Foundation and Soros. Okay. Dominion has no corporate ties with Venezuela, the Clinton Foundation, or Soros, or Hugo Chavez. They also said that the software used by Dominion can set 
and run an algorithm that probably ran all over the country to take a certain percentage of votes all over, ran over all over the country. Yeah, of, this is a quote. I'm sorry. Uh, for President Trump and flip them to President Biden. Okay. Dominion isn't all over the country, first of all. It's only in a few states. I say Dominion, uh, in fact, I say Dominion has a lawsuit. After all these statements against Dominion, there is certainly a lawsuit against the Trump campaign. And I hope they file it soon. I mean, this is just, uh, uh, the fraud is, is, is Giuliani and Trump. Uh, this was funny. Hilarious. John Bolton, right-wing John Bolton, a, a guy I wouldn't trust uh, uh, as far as I could throw him. John Bolton is all what's wrong with the world, but he is scared of how Trump is destroying this country. John Bolton, Trump's he, he was uh, Trump's third uh, national security advisor he, who was fired, remember, uh, last year, I think, and then he had his book that came out. Remember, he, he, uh, he said that uh, 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 he would show up if the Senate uh, uh, asked him to testify. Of course, the Senate refused uh, to testify against uh, uh, Trump. Anyway, he said on uh, 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 Sunday on uh, ABC's This Week with, uh, is it Stephanopoulos, I think, anyway? Uh, <clears throat> he said, their basic argument is this was a conspiracy so vast and so successful that there's no evidence of it. <laughs> and then he went on to say, now, if that's true, I really want to know who the uh, people are who pulled this off. We need to hire them at the CIA. <laughs> Bolton. Pulling out the joke, man. That was hilarious. Oh, jeez. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to move on to something a bit frightening. A source told CNN that Michigan House Speaker Lee Chatfield and Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky, uh, Majority Leader of, of, of the Senate in, in Michigan, uh, <clears throat> will meet with President Donald Trump at the White House today, this afternoon, as Trump and his legal team continue to mount a long-shot effort to overturn the results of the election lost to President-elect uh, Joe Biden. Remember, Trump, uh, oh, I didn't talk about this, but uh, it was in the news yesterday. Uh, Trump invited those two uh, canvassers that uh, voted, uh, that first voted not uh, to certify the election in Wayne County. Anyway, uh, so Trump also called the two Republican uh, canvas board members from Wayne County to offer support. Um, uh, and the source said yesterday, after they went back and forth on voting to certify the election results for the state's largest county, which, which is, of course, Detroit. Uh, <clears throat> remember, they, they, they said they were bullied into vote, uh, voting to certify it. Oh, gosh, these people, such criminals. Uh, the board members filed affidavits Wednesday seeking to rescind their votes to certify the election. So they said, oh, okay, we don't want to certify it. Then they said, okay, we better certify it. Then they said, okay, we don't want to certify it. <clears throat> we talked about that yesterday, too. Uh, both uh, Shirky and Chatfield have said that they will honor their state's popular vote and not stray from the process of how electors in Michigan are selected. Uh, Biden currently has 154,187 vote lead 
154,000 vote lead. That's his lead over Trump. Uh, on uh, September 24th, Shirky uh, led the Senate to pass a resolution assuring that electors will vote for the candidate with the most votes uh, as certified by election officials. Remember, I, I said yes. I, I said this yesterday that they already, before November 3rd, said that they were going to do it that way. Once November 3rd passed, they can't change it. They can't go back and change it. So I, I'm unclear why Trump is having them over there. Uh, Republican Senator Rick Scott of Florida, I like to call him Skeletor. You know who Skeletor is? Because uh, Rick Scott actually looks like Skeletor. I'm, I'm, I'm stretching because I forgot to do something with my uh, recording device here. And I'm doing it right now to make sure we do not get bothered by anyone. Here we go. There we go. I'm finished. And I'm running out of time. I notice we're at 17 minutes here. Um, we're, oh, okay, here we go. Rick Scott, Skeletor. Rick Scott of Florida. He used to be um, Governor Rick Scott, I think. Um, he said in a statement Friday morning he has tested positive uh, for COVID-19. He said, after several negative tests, I learned I was positive this morning. I am feeling good and experiencing mild, uh, very mild symptoms. I will be working from home in Naples until it's safe for me to return uh, to Washington, D.C. COVID is getting out of control right now. It's really bad. Um, hey, how did you spend your stimulus check? Did you Did you buy something? Well, alleged murderer Kyle Rittenhouse, that was that 17-year-old that crossed into Kenosha uh, from his state and, and murdered a couple of people. Uh, he said in an interview about how he got his assault rifle. He said, I got my $1,200 from the coronavirus Illinois unemployment because I was on furlough from YMCA and I got my first unemployment check. So I was like, oh, I'll use it to buy this. And that's how he got that and that uh, the gun. <sighs> really, I, I have nothing to say about that. I just, I just thought you wanted to be aware. A new government study shows some, and oh God, I talk about this all the time, all the time, how, how uh, uh, companies, we're subsidizing companies. We subsidize corporations. We give them billions of dollars every year so they can keep selling crap to American people and hire employees at substandard wages. And the reason we subsidize them is because those substandards, uh, some standard wages, these people have to go on public assistance. So we're paying Walmart to pay you less than just crap money that is not a living wage. We pay Walmart, Walmart to do that. And it's just so frustrating. Anyway. Uh, a new government study shows how some of the nation's largest and most profitable corporations, including Walmart, McDonald's, Dollar General, and Amazon, feast upon taxpayer money by paying their employees such low wages that huge numbers of those workers throughout the year are forced to rely on public assistance programs such as Medicaid and food assistance just to keep themselves and their families afloat. And, and I talked to you about uh, Amazon a few weeks ago. I told you that they were hiring drivers before the coronavirus, like 18 bucks an hour, 17, 18 bucks an hour, starting wage. And now 
because of coronavirus and a lot of people need work, they're offering minimum wage. They dropped it. Like, like they dropped it 10%. More than 10, 20%. They dropped their wages. Is that not amazing? Oh, man. So frustrating. Uh, anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, the government accountability, uh, account- the GAO, Government Accountability Office, um, carried out, t- uh, titled Millions of Full-Time Workers Rely on Health Care and Food Assistance Programs. That's the name of the report. Found that an estimated 5.7 million Medicaid enrollees and 4.7 million SNAP, which is Supplemental Nutrition Assistant, uh, Assistance Program, uh, SNAP recipients who worked full-time for 50 or more weeks in t- 2018 earned wages so low that they qualified for the federal benefits. In addition, an estimated 12 million wage-earning adults enrolled in Medicaid and 9 million wage-earning adults living in households received SNAP benefits working at some point in 2018. Walmart was one of the top four employers of SNAP and Medicaid beneficiaries in every state. McDonald's was in the top five of employees, employers uh, uh, with employees receiving federal benefits in at least nine states. In the nine states that responded about SNAP benefits, Arkansas, Georgia, Indiana, Maine, Massachusetts, Nebraska, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Washington State, Walmart, Walmart was found to have employed about 14,500 workers receiving the benefit, followed by McDonald's with 8,800. In six states that reported Medicaid enrollees, Walmart again topped the list with 10,350 employees, followed by McDonald's with 4,600. In Georgia, for example, Walmart employed an estimated 4,000 workers on Medicaid, estimated 2.1% of the total of non-elderly, non-disabled people in the state receiving that benefit. McDonald's was next on the list, employing 14,080, I'm sorry, 1,480, who received Medicaid, or 0.8% of the total of non-elderly, non-disabled people on the program. With the individual wealth of high-ranking executives and members of billionaire families like the Waltons, who, uh, who own Walmart, soaring even as frontline minimum wage workers, uh, employees, and their families str- are struggling to st- uh, stay afloat uh, amid this uh, pandemic. It- it's-, it's so disgusting. I want you to absorb this. The seven members of the Walton family have more money than 50% of the U.S. population. Okay, have you absorbed that? Two of the members are poor. They make several billion dollars a year. Because they are, you know, distant members. They're like, you know, second cousin or I don't know, whatever. Um, but, uh, uh, gosh, the amount of money they make is disgusting compared to what they pay out. The Walt, as far as I'm concerned, the Walton family needs to be hung out to dry. 
Anyway, Bernie Sandu, Sanders, he, he, he was screaming about this yesterday. Uh, Bernie Sanders argues that the stark contrast should be a wake-up call for those who have refused to see how unjust and economically backward it is for the federal government, taxpayers, meaning taxpayers, to subsidize the cruel wages that massive profitable companies force their workers to accept. These companies make a fortune for their investors. Rich people who add nothing to the economy. Nothing to the economy. They add nothing to the economy. All they do is make money on money. It's disgusting. Uh, Yeah, coronavirus cases uh, are, are out of control. In California, they are starting a 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. lockdown uh, starting on Saturday for for a month um, uh, to try and get it under control. New York has closed schools. Uh, Jersey shut down part of the school system. Uh, and, And all this is happening. Donald Trump is hiding in his bunker and doing nothing and refusing to allow President elect Biden to get uh, to begin preparations so he can actually at least save some lives that Donald Trump is killing. <sighs> so, moving on. De Beers, are you familiar with De Beers? Uh, De Beers uh, has a monopoly in um, uh, uh, in the diamond market. Now, De Beers for years could not have uh, retail outlets in the United States because of their monopoly. But now I think they have two. They have one in New York and one on Rodeo Drive. Something like that. Anyway, the Beers is shaking in their boots. <laughs> an international team of researchers led by an Australian, uh, uh, by the Australian National University and the University of Melbourne, Australia, said Wednesday they have created two types of of diamonds at room temperature by using high pressure equipment. These high pressure things, they like, they, they pressurize like, like um, to not the head of a pin, but this is the description they, they put. It's equivalent to 640 African elephants balancing on the tip of a ballet shoe. That's how much pressure uh, it is. And they can make a diamond out of that. Now, De Beers has been manipulating the market for decades, for like 80 years. De Beers has been manipulating the market. If De Beers released all the diamonds that they have sitting in a vault, diamonds would drop to $100 a carat, maybe less. Let me give you a little bit of history. Pearls. You're familiar with pearls, right? They're not too expensive, right? Those are cultured pearls. Pearls, at the turn of the last century, around 1900, 1910, were more valuable than diamonds. And then uh, some guy, I, 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 I actually did this report a few months ago. He, um, he learned how to culture pearls and the Bottom fell out of the market. So this is equivalent to that. The beers is in deep crap. And if you are invested in, in De Beers, 
you should probably run the other way. <laughs> um, Orlando Hall, you probably don't know who that was. Well, he was executed last night in Terre Haute, in Indiana, after the Supreme Court denied a request to stop the execution. Uh, uh, Hall, he was uh, 49 years old, is the eighth inmate to be executed by the federal government this year after a 17-year hiatus on executions. He was sentenced to death in 1994 for kidnapping, rape, and, br- and a brutal murder of a 16-year-old, uh, Lisa Renee. Uh, he buried her alive. I, you know, I'm against the death penalty, but it, it's hard to defend that when there's a guy like that around. It really is hard to defend that. I, I'll just say that. Um, uh, operations at Arecibo Observatory. Arecibo? Arecibo Observatory? Uh, it's, it's one of the largest in the world, and you've seen it before. Um, w- uh, anyway, the operations were halted in August when one of the uh, supportive cables slipped loose from its socket, falling and gashed a 30-meter hole. Uh, it's like 100 feet. Uh, and it's 305-meter uh, uh, wide uh, dish, which is like 1,000 feet, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, it'll be shut down after uh, suffering uh, two destructive mishaps in recent months, ending its 50 seer, uh, 57, year, uh, 57 years of astronomical uh, discoveries. Uh, citing safety co- uh, concerns, the firm ruled out efforts to repair the observatory and recommended a control demolition. Um, if you remember, it was used in numerous movies, including a Bond movie. Um, uh, where a bond was at the top of the dish and then he slid down to the center and then dropped down this hole. I think that was a bond movie. Uh, but you've seen it in, it's been in several movies. Uh, Massimo from, from, uh, Rudolph Giuliani to Massimo Giannulli. Uh, he began his prison sentence yesterday. Uh, weeks after his wife, Lori Laughlin, you know Lori Laughlin from uh, Full House, uh, after she went in for the same crime, bribing uh, their uh, their daughter's way into uh, USC as a crew as a crew team, a, a, a rower. <laughs> if you've ever seen her daughter on on her on her what is it a YouTube show or something, a rower really? This makeup uh, uh, involved uh, uh, teen is a rower. <laughs> uh, neither of their children played in the sport, but they, they both got in. I, you know what? I, I just get angry about people like that because there are people that who are extremely poor and struggling to get into college. They get awesome grades and they can't get in because bitches like that take their place who have rich parents. Screw them. I think they should be required to pay for colleges for a, a thousand children who need, who need college. Then I might forgive them. That's it. I'm done. It's Friday. Uh, don't forget, Friday night, Friday night news, that flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Look for it. Look for the news uh, tonight. Look for the news tomorrow morning. See if anything shows up. Uh, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but it's always interesting when it does because it's something that they want to hide. Um, thanks for listening. It's Friday.
Friday, November uh, 20th, 2020. Friday, November 20th, 20... Uh, uh, um, say that five times fast. Friday, November 20th, 2020. Um, uh, I appreciate you. Uh, this is PVTV. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm longer this time. 30, 32 minutes. Uh, it's going to be 33 before I'm done. Um, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. Uh, that's what you Google to find me. I show up, Political T- uh, Views TV co- podcast. I show up at the top of the search. If you can, please bring someone along with you tomorrow. I'd really appreciate it. And, and I do appreciate you, my few listeners. Tell your friends uh, to Google me. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.